0: Hi, my name is Mandy jackson Beverly, and I'm a bibliophile. Welcome to the Bookshop Podcast. Each week, I present interviews with independent bookshop owners from around the globe, authors, and specialists in subjects dear to my heart, the environment, and social justice. To help the show reach more people, please share it with friends and family and on social media, and remember to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. You're listening to episode
1: 228.
0: Arc Books in Copenhagen is a non profit, volunteer run international bookstore. It's the place to find books published in English, and although they specialize in fiction, those interested in poetry and theory, especially critical theory, will not leave disappointed. Hi, Frida, and welcome to the show. It's lovely to have you here all the way from Denmark.
1: (laughs) Hi, thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. I love the picture on your website of the four women who started ARC Books, and I wonder if you could share how and why they founded the bookshop.
1: So I wasn't actually a part of the four women who founded ARK. They started working on the shop about 10 years ago. They were all volunteers in another literature space on the same street as ARK Books. And uh, if I have understood correctly, the, the landlord of that space, he also owns uh, Arc Books. He asked them if they would uh, be interested in, in starting their own bookshop he, uh, he wants the street to be like uh, a very literary street, so there are two bookshops and a literature space all owned by him. So he, he gave them the opportunity of, uh, of starting their own uh, space. This was many years ago, so it was also before there were really many like international English literature shops around Copenhagen, and they focused a lot on different translations while
0: ARC Books focuses on English translations, correct?
1: We have only books in English. Some of them are, of course, written in English and some of them are translated into English.
0: Is there a large population of English-speaking expats
1: living in Copenhagen? We do have quite a large expat customer base, um, but it's also sometimes we have some more niche books that are not translated into Danish, that also then Danes come by for. And what about you,
0: Frida? Do you prefer to read in English or Danish?
1: I prefer to read in English, but that's also because the the language that we use, that we work with in the bookshop is English, so I feel like when I read something in Danish, it's more difficult talking about it in English because, you know, then there are some words or expressions that you have to translate. But if, if it's all in English already, then it, it's easier to, to communicate.
0: You mentioned earlier that Ark Books is a non-profit volunteer-run bookshop. How many volunteers do you have working at the store?
1: We are about 15 volunteers, 20 on a good day, who all have the responsibility of keeping the shop open. Um, so we, we have an amount of shifts that you have to take within a month. And then you sit and you read or study or work. It's a very, very chill and small space. And then we, we also have some committees that you can sign up for, helping with the book ordering or hosting of events or doing the admin of the, of the shop. So we also try to keep the structure pretty flat. Of course, someone has to have their name registered on some of the things uh, and access to the bank account. But but overall, we try to talk about all the big decisions and we also have a volunteer meeting each month where we we talk about how to, to run things.
0: Just for clarity the original Ark Books is no longer run by the four women who originally started off the bookshop it is now a complete non-profit volunteer run bookshop. Yeah. And is it still in the same location or have you moved into a different shop front?
1: It's the same shop. It's the same idea they were also volunteers back then. The group of people taking care of the space has just expanded and the the founding mothers they they just uh, you know, it's many years ago they they wanted to do different things. I mean, they still come around and and hang out and see what's going on in the space, but they are not they are not an active part of it anymore.
0: Well, I'm impressed about the whole idea of running a bookshop as a non profit. I think that's wonderful for the community. And you carry both nonfiction and fiction,
1: right? Yes, we carry both fiction and nonfiction. It's divided, like one wall has non-fiction and one wall has fiction. Then we also carry poetry, plays, some graphic novels and some independently published scenes and magazines. And our fiction section is divided geographically, so where the author is from. So you would have uh, North America or Southern Europe or Russia
0: That's an interesting way of curating the bookshop. Can you talk a little about how the Danish literary culture has evolved?
1: I think within recent years it has evolved a lot. I think when I grew up, my understanding of Danish literature a lot of the time was a lot of this like Scandinavian crime scene, with this uh, then that also then developed into these very popular uh, TV series, but it's also a very popular literary genre. Recently we've had a lot of Uh, it's developed into very uh, experimental poetry and also like uh, books about like um, criticism about like the, the class system and society and it's just taking a really interesting turn these days I think we mostly carry international fiction or like international literature and also it's not all of the very interesting Danish literature that's being translated into English so I don't have maybe the, the greatest understanding of exactly what's happening because I'm, I'm mostly working with the, the international. Uh, and uh, we also, we had a former volunteer who has translated a lot of contemporary Danish literature into English, which is really, really good. But I think, you know, it takes a while also before the, the books come out in English, but they, they are being translated, of course, but maybe not at as fast a pace at, as one would like.
0: And what about some of your local authors? I'd love to hear about them.
1: Yes, then we have the, the former volunteer who has been translating a lot of uh, uh, of the contemporary, like uh, Jonas Aika is uh, a big one, and uh, what Marie Hø, I think she's called, Olga Raun, Marie Hills. they're also being translated into English, which I think is very nice by a, also a publishing house based in London.
0: That's great, because I feel like more and more translations are becoming widely read around the globe. Yeah. You're involved in a literary festival. What is the impetus behind this festival and has attendance in this event grown over the years? From what I've read about the festival, music is also featured. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the festival is called Lysenetter, which would translate into Bright Nights. And I've been one of the organizers for five years now, the whole idea about it was also to give small local poets and authors like upcoming who necessarily hasn't made a big name of themselves yet to give them a space and a, a scene, a stage where they can go and and read and perform without maybe they have just published their first book or it's coming out. So it's really when we book people for this festival we really try to find authors who uh, could use uh, this space and the same with music it's also of course we are limited by budget but um, we try to yes also find small local artists who then can get an outlet and i think within the last years this year we had the biggest attendance that i have ever seen and I started doing it in in nineteen, and I think this year, on the Facebook event, it said two thousand people were coming. and it's one day. it's from two to ten in the evening. So it's one Saturday and then the following Saturday. I think each day we had around a thousand people.
0: That's a great number.
1: And where do you hold the event? On the street where ArcBooks is located. so we we close off the street blog it for traffic. And then we have, a, we have a stage and we have a little tent where we sell drinks and some tables out where you can sit. And then, yeah, readings. And we also have some talks.
0: It sounds like a wonderful community event. Does ARC Books also hold events for authors within the bookshop and for authors visiting Copenhagen?
1: Yes, we love hosting events. It's something that we, of course, now there's been a big break after the pandemic uh, and it's something that also then we also have a lot of new volunteers and it gets takes a little while to get into but um sometimes we have authors who are traveling who wants to host an event with us because we are non-profit we don't have that much money to pay for 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 traveling uh, so like we would apply for some funds so that they could come by we also have like book releases and readings, and it's something that we we try to do as much as possible as when we have the capacity because we are still volunteer run.
0: Well, I know from experience how much work it is to put on events. It's just so much work, and I appreciate what you are doing. So, let's talk about what inspired the ARC Audio Book Club and the ARC Review.
1: I think the ARC Audio Book Club. It was. Uh... They had this idea of, of having a podcast and it would it seemed fun and it's taking a break at the moment um, but it ran for very steadily for four years so i think it was just uh, some of the former volunteers some friends of mine who wanted not just to have the bookshop but to also create something that you could be a part of even if you weren't in copenhagen or be with your, with your ARC friends, even though you weren't in the shop.
0: It's always lovely being around like-minded bookish people. Yeah. And what is the ARC review?
1: The ARC review is uh, just a, like a, some reviews that we have made. There was something for a while called Best Than the Worst Reads of a Certain Year. So that could be 2020 or then you would write, like, I loved this book, or or the opposite, like, I didn't enjoy this. But it was also just to give the volunteers more of a creative outlet to not just talk about them, but also, yeah, publish something so that we could also be on, like, you know, many, many platforms at once, not just the, the physical bookshop, but also the online thing and the audio, yeah.
0: We're lucky to have multiple platforms where we can reach out to people globally. And for so many people, uh, being able to tune into Zoom meetings where uh, indie bookshop owners were interviewing authors, uh, I think it helped a lot of people who struggled with loneliness and feeling disconnected during the pandemic. Okay, let's talk about the beautiful city where you live, Copenhagen. If I had a few days there, what sights and hikes do you suggest I experience? Of course, Arc Books. Of course, Arc Books would be
1: my first stop. <laughs> but I think also Ark is in uh, in my favorite neighborhood of Copenhagen. It's very there are both like uh, many nice streets and restaurants and parks around but i think if the weather is nice it's definitely worth going to what is called it's a bit of a bike or bus ride it's still in copenhagen but it's like at the end by the wall in like a new industrial island it's recently been made kind of nice there's a very nice museum out there you can swim There's a very cute bakery nearby also. There's not, nature is not, it's a bit further away. Copenhagen is is quite small and concentrated. If you like biking, I think biking around is is an amazing way to see the city because you can also get everywhere quite fast.
0: Ah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now let's talk about books. What are you currently reading?
1: I am currently reading the summer book by Tove Jansson. You might know her from uh, The movements. Super, super cute. It's very, now here in Copenhagen, it's super dark, very cold and rainy and windy. This is just, uh, it's a little girl spending the summer on an island with her grandmother. And it's just, they're just chilling, walking around, swimming. It's very nice.
0: I love that you're reading this book right now because I recently interviewed Natania Jantz, publisher and owner of Sort of Books with her partner, Mark Ellingham. And a few years ago, they bought the rights to Tove Janssen's work to be translated into English. And she was telling me about the movie that is coming out based on the summer book. And Glenn Close is playing the grandmother.
1: Are you excited? Yes, it is exciting. Any other books you're reading? I just read Suddenly at His Residence, which is like a golden age detective fiction book with these like uh, impossible mysteries crimes. It's quite fun. Yeah, uh, my partner is really into them, so I'm 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 i also. Uh, then we can talk about it. They're fun. I like them. Yeah, and then it's also you know U- uni uni things I'm also reading
0: and what are you studying at university
1: I'm studying information studies so like uh, library and archive science
0: and how many years before you complete your course
1: quite a few but uh, but it's okay I'm enjoying it
0: well it's good to hear you're enjoying the course and you work with books too so I'm sure that's helpful
1: (laughs) yes so nice
0: Frida is it snowing in Copenhagen yet?
1: no 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 just just cold and gloomy yeah a good uh, good six months to go
0: (laughs) oh my goodness well i hope you feel better soon get over that cold thank you and thank you for being a guest on the show
1: thank you so much it was so nice
0: you've been listening to my conversation with frida hammershoy from arc books in copenhagen To find out more about The Bookshop Podcast, go to thebookshoppodcast.com. And make sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to the show. You can also follow me at Mandy Jackson Beverly on X, Instagram and Facebook, and on YouTube at The Bookshop Podcast. If you have a favorite indie bookshop that you'd like to suggest we have on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you via the contact form at thebookshoppodcast.com. The Bookshop Podcast is written and produced by me, Mandy Jackson Beverly. Theme music provided by Brian Beverly, Executive Assistant to Mandy, Adrian Otterhan, and graphic design by Francis Farala. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.